Hi friends, before we get started, a quick request. Apple did a little update recently, which means that you may no longer be following High Performance Health. There is an easy fix to make sure you're not missing out. If you very quickly go to the High Performance Health show page on Apple Podcasts and hit follow in the top right corner. Once you hit the follow button, it will make sure you don't miss out and continue to get notified each time we release an episode to upgrade your health for high performance. And if you haven't already, while you're there, leave us a review. I read all of the reviews and I'm super grateful you're here. The mirror that you're seeing is a reflection of past decisions, past behavior, past identity. And it takes time in order for you to get from the reality that you've created in your mind that you want to create. You're listening to the High Performance Health Podcast, helping you optimize your health, performance, and longevity. My name is Angela Foster, and I'm a former corporate lawyer and high performance health coach. Each week, I bring you cutting edge biohacks, inspiring insights, and high performance habits to unlock optimal health, performance, and longevity. So excited that you've chosen to join me today. Now let's dive in. Hi friends, in this week's Bite Size episode, I'm sharing a clip from a live training that I did recently on mastering the mirror principle, which is really the key to achieving any goal you want and how to invoke this principle for success and step into the identity of yourself that achieves and manifests everything you want in your life. It's a really powerful principle. And once you learn to master it, it will unlock many doors for you. So enjoy this bite-sized episode. And if you want to keep up with everything I'm doing in terms of masterclasses, live trainings, podcasts, and everything else in between, then head over to AngelaFosterPerformance.com where you can join my newsletter. That's over at AngelaFosterPerformance.com and you'll be joining a community of over 20,000 women. Can't wait to see you there. Today we are going to talk about the mirror principle. It's a really, really important training, this one, and I think that when you get uh, this principle, it will really change and transform your ability to achieve any goal in life. So let's kick off with, first of all, what is the mirror principle? Essentially, the mirror principle has been well documented throughout the ages in many books. If you um, read the likes of things like Neville Goddard, for example, he talks about how the mirror is effectively reflecting yourself to the world. That's essentially what it's doing. And so it's reflecting your identity. And this is why when you're trying to create any kind of change in your life, one of the most fundamental things is to get clear on the identity, on who you are becoming. That's one of the most important things that you can do. So if you kick off on a goal and you're trying to achieve it and you haven't got clear on that identity creation, you're less likely to be successful with it, but you're also more likely to encounter obstacles along the way that take you off track. Because we all encounter obstacles, the key thing is for them not to take us off track. So... Really, when you think about the mirror principle, it's reflecting both your self-identity and it's also reflecting your view or your paradigm, if you like, on things. So how does this, like, how does that show up? What does that effectively mean? Well, essentially, when we look at it, what I mean by that is, first of all, let's say, for example, I always think weight loss is a very easy example for people to grasp. Let's say that you wanted to lose some weight and you have set this as a goal and maybe you've started to be successful with it or maybe actually you're really struggling with this this year. However, you have you look in the mirror and you see that you haven't yet lost any weight or the scales are not showing that change. Or maybe you're trying to gain some muscle. Maybe you're trying to lean out the body fat, right? And the scales and the mirror is not showing the result that you're looking for. What you have to remember is that the mirror that you're seeing is a reflection of past decisions, past behavior, past identity. And it takes time in order for you to get 
from the reality that you've created in your mind that you want to create in order for that to show up in your physical world. There is a time distance, right, that's going to happen there. So what happens is, unless you've created this new identity and you're fully focused on that identity, is that you can start to waver because you feel like the results are not coming quick enough. So then it's very easy to say, this isn't working, this isn't happening. And then you kind of abandon it and you go off course. Now, when you go off course, you're likely to beat yourself up. The, the issue with this is that when it destabilizes, even if you don't go off course, even if you are just saying things like, for example, to yourself, um, why have I got this excess weight? Or why have I got this? Why am I not achieving whatever that goal is? That is effectively a kind of negative energy, if you like. And that's disruptive in terms of what you're putting out there. Now, People don't see this themselves quite so easily as when we use the analogy, for example, of an athlete or something like that. When we look at someone who has done, had amazing success in the Olympics, then what we see is that that person held this vision of their future self. Uh, at the forefront of their mind. They were not allowing things come into their mind. If they got injured along the way, if they had any kind of setbacks, if they didn't uh, win in a race, they were not allowing that to get to themselves because they were fully focused on the image that they wanted to create. And that's what I want you to do. So as you're watching this video, step number one is to think about the goal that you're currently working on. This could be a business goal, this could be a financial goal, it could be a relationship goal, it could be that you're working on a body composition goal, it could be any goal. But I want you to think about the goal that you are looking to achieve. And then, before you start to just jump in with the steps that you want to do, that you want to take in order to achieve that goal, which just puts you straight into the physical realm without changing your thoughts, without changing your identity, which is less likely to be successful, I want you instead to think about who is she? Who is the woman that achieves that goal? Because likely is she's different than you are now because if she wasn't, you'd be there right now and you would have achieved this goal already. So then you start to create the image and identity of who she is. And the way to do this is to get really, really intentional about what the goal is, why it's important to you, you want to have a really big why, and then get super intentional around the identity. So then you can think about, okay, let's say I achieve this body composition goal, for example. What will I look like when I achieve that goal? How will I show up? How will I look? How will I dress? What will I wear? Will I get my skinny jeans back up? Like, what will I do? Um, who is she? Like, What's her habits and behaviors? How does she eat? Does she take time to eat? Does she eat food that really nourishes her body? How much does she exercise? Does she move throughout the day? Think about all these things and write them down. Like as you're going through this video, write down everything, everything that she does. So you're really creating this very strong image of who this person is and get very, very clear on it. So then you're like, who? And then when you have that, put it beside your bed so that you read it every single morning and you read it every single night. Because then what you can do is it's gonna have an impact on your subconscious. It's going to have an impact. Now, I've also done some podcasts on this on in terms of how to visualize correctly, how to um, 
identify what's known as hidden commitments that can hold you back. I did a series of three podcasts in January, so you can listen to those because that's actually going to really help you put this into practice and it's going to help you deal with any obstacles that come up along the way. I would then encourage you to read it every single morning and every single evening. The reason is, is what we're effectively doing is reprogramming your subconscious mind to take steps and behavior, to take the actions and behavior that's now in alignment with that new identity. So everything that you do, most of the things, should I say, is going to be delegated over to your subconscious because it makes it simple. It makes it easy. Think about driving a car. At first it was hard. Now it's easy. It's automatic. You don't think consciously what you need to do and what those steps are. So things are going to get delegated. And what we want to do is to change the programming. And in order to change programming, we've got to have a really powerful identity. Now, I'll give you an example of how this happens. Um, Essentially, what happens is, if I take my own example, right, first of all, when I was really depressed and really burnt out, and I was really, really struggling with my mental health, at that point, I was thinking, unfortunately, thoughts of ending my life. Most of the time, that's what was permeating my life. I just wanted to turn the thoughts off. That was all I knew. I then ended up hospitalized with pneumonia. The point at which I made a decision in hospital that I wanted to get well and see my children grow up. I knew that I had to change some of the things that I was doing, but I also knew that I needed to step into a mum who was no longer depressed. Now, this was a process. I'm not saying it just happened overnight and I changed, and I came out of hospital and I was just this super positive person. I had to change things in order for me to be healthy. But I made a decision that I would get myself into the best physical, mental, and spiritual health of my life for my children. I created this new version of me, this one that was vibrantly healthy. Now, when you create that self-image, the world effectively shows up as a mirror. But what's so important is how is that mirror effect happening is that I am then taking actions and behaviors that are in alignment with that identity, right? So if I want to be there for my children and I want to be um, as good a mum as I possibly can be, right? A great mum. And I want to be really healthy and full of vitality and energy for my kids, My behavior has to change where I prioritize myself. So I had to take care of myself, my nutrition, my sleep, my movement, access to fresh air. I had to go and get loads of therapy to help with my mental health. I had to do all these steps. But it's all because of this image that was being projected. And I was holding that image of being there for my kids as like the strong front of mind image. And that was what was guiding me. And I compare it to a a kind of cornfield or long grass. Initially, it's easy to go down the old path, very easy to go down the old pathway, right? Because neurologically, it's like a slipstream we can go into. But what we're doing is forging a new path. Now, as you're doing that, you create this identity, the, the universe effectively holding that mirror back. The reason that I think people don't succeed in their goals long term or they get so far with them and then they don't get achieve the full ambit of their potential is because when they feel it's not happening quickly enough, they basically go, it's not working because I can't see it. And so what they do is they have this sort of negative energy that's happening that's all based around the old identity, which is very easy to go back to. And the, the thing to realize here with the mirror principle is The mirror effect that's happening now is a reflection of your past habits, your past behaviors, your past decisions and everything else. That's that's effectively what it is. So, for example, if you look at your bank account, it's a reflection of what has been going on in your life, of how you've been spending your money, of what you've been earning. It's not a reflection of what can happen in the future in any way, shape or form. 
Similarly, your body composition is absolutely the same. But people get stuck because they say, oh, you know, um, and, and it happens in two ways. It happens around identity, first of all, because you haven't got the identity, say, of somebody that's financially abundant or somebody that is uh, has their ideal body composition or is in optimal health. But it also happens from paradigms and worldview. So paradigms are really important when you're looking at this mirror principle. Because let's say, for example, your paradigm is, and this often happens with women, is, you know, it was fine. I could look like that until I had three kids, right? Or until I hit perimenopause, everything was fine. Now, there's been some really re interesting research that actually, yes, we know that, for example, with menopause, that insulin resistance often goes up. We know that inflammation is rising. We know that women are prone to visceral fat. But... A lot of this is actually down in part to fixing your energy. What the studies show is that there's actually no reason why you cannot be at your optimal body composition through this period. It's just that it seems like it's the effects of what's happening in perimenopause, i.e. women have less energy, they've got, less, they've got more hormonal disruption that's leading to less movement. If they haven't been strength training, that's having an impact on the metabolism as opposed to the hormonal changes themselves. It's the effects of those hormonal changes. But if your paradigm, for example, is, you know what, this is just part of getting older. Getting that belly fat is just part of getting older. This is, and that's a paradigm or a worldview you're holding. Your identity, the mirror principle means that it's going to reflect that. And when you sort of say things to yourself, the universe doesn't hear the fact that you don't want it. It's sort of shining back on you what you're focusing on. So this is why it's so, so important that in order to invoke this principle in a way that is really positive for you and allows you to really step into that best version of you and achieve your goals is that the identity is the most important part of that process, right? But understand that it's going to take time from you creating it up here to getting it into reality, but you want to keep reconditioning that identity of you, that future version of you, so that you're then taking those subconscious steps in order to get to that goal. Is one of the key reasons in, in our biosyncing blueprint, it's one of the three pillars. We spend so much time on it and it constantly comes up during the program because the thing about you stepping into that version of you and that identity is you're constantly going to elevate it because as you hit a level, we've got to go to the next level and then the next level and the next level. So it's it's a thread that goes through it. We, we go into a lot of detail in the beginning, but it's something that goes on throughout the program and it goes on throughout your life because there's almost no limit to how you can elevate yourself when you understand this principle and you start to invoke it and you adopt it. Um, now, the key thing is to make sure that you don't let, as you're trying to do it, you don't let the fact that you feel like it's not happening fast enough disrupt because this creates a wave in what's happening. It's almost like one step forward, two steps back. It's that process if you do it because what happens is you're like, yes, this is going to be amazing, this is what I'm going to achieve, this is what I'm doing, and then you start to make some progress, the, the mirror principle means you're going to start seeing those changes now begin to be reflected back to you. So you'll start to see that. But then what happens is if you feel like it's not happening quickly or you feel like an obstacle is coming and you fall back into that negative loop, remember what's going to happen 
is that negative thing is now going to show up, but not necessarily immediately. So now there's a delay effect. So it creates this really bumpy road. It's the reason that when people are trying to, you know, I work quite a lot with entrepreneurs and they're trying to achieve a certain milestone in their business. They have a great month in terms of revenue and then it drops and it goes down. And then there's a great month and they, because it's all around their psychology, but there's a delayed impact of what's happening in terms of how that mirror is shining uh, back, is reflecting, should I say, back at you. So the key thing here, the key thing to grasp is that once you create this image, you read it morning and night and you hold on to that image as a really strong image of where you want to go and where you want to get for and there, get to and there is no other alternative. It is done, right? This is what's so important. And you take action in furtherance of that. Okay? So like if we're looking at creating an amazing uh, body, for example, we cannot hate ourselves into a great body. We cannot hate ourselves into a great body because it's just going to be reflected back what you're doing there and you're going to end up with more of what you didn't want. So it's so, so important because when you really, really learn it, you will you will master this and you'll achieve any goal. So um, the self-sabotage happens. It's disruptive and it's, it's old programming. It's old programming. But understand that all of your beliefs are made up. So you can create new beliefs that are really, really empowering. And I want you to kind of think, it doesn't matter where I was. The fact that I, if, if you look at that example, the fact that I had had 20 years of repeated chest infections and then had some damage to the alveoli at the base of my lungs that was giving me asthma indu uh, infection-induced asthma, and I made a decision, I'm going to be really healthy. That's not a reality for me. I don't want to be the person that keeps being sick. That changed, right? That is the power. This is what Dr. Joe Dispenza talks about, how you can change your reality. But it all starts with the identity that you want to create. And what I want for you is for you to create it, step into it and elevate it, step into it and elevate it, right? Now, what's really important, and I'll do a separate training on this, is when you're doing this is, is one of the keys because you, you can be vulnerable to burnout if you're kind of almost trying too hard and you're not releasing attachment. And we'll do a separate training if you guys want this on the difference between a high achiever and a high performer because they're very different. A high performer really, really takes care of themselves. A high achiever will, or an overachiever, should I say, will often overextend themselves. And it's really important in terms of how you get this right in order to have that long-term success. The other thing that I wanted to, um, to say here is when you're thinking about this and you're thinking about how you're creating that identity, it's important that you hold that high and that you maintain a high vibration around it. Really important. Have a look at, if you haven't already, have a look at Hawkins Map of Consciousness. This will show you the vibration in terms of energy levels that we have and understand that when you're going through a process of change, you're going to need to let your feelings come up. They're going to need to come to the surface so that you can transcend and move through them. So as I was changing my identity, stepping into my future self, one of the key things is that it's very hard to just go, well, I'm down here and now I want to be up here. That, that's a massive, massive leap to make. So you've got to go through, and this is part of acceptance of letting those feelings come in as you move up. So, for example, one of the things that's transcending as you move from kind of depressive states, if you like, is you've got to come through anger before you can get to acceptance. Now, I don't mean that you've got to hold on to anger. What I mean is you've just got to release what's been um, getting on top of you and let it come out and release and move on so that you can continue to elevate up through. So this is a really important thing. 
And and as you're elevating, you're focusing 100% on what you do want. And this is why in bias thinking, when we look at the journaling part, we have this system where we talk about capping off your day because it's such an important process. Like, I want you to do this. I want you to take this away and drop cap if you're doing it. Let me know you're doing it because when you cap off your day, it's very powerful. I want you to celebrate your wins. Okay, I want you to celebrate your wins. This is like creating confirmation in your journal every single day that you are becoming the person. You're becoming the identity of that person who achieves that goal. So everything that you do that is acknowledgement in furtherance of it, that you did well, you stepped outside, got some early morning light, you know, you took care of yourself today, you stayed on a high vibe, you reached out and did something you needed to do in business, whatever it is, right? You did a workout. You celebrate your wins, no matter how small they are. They're so important because this is confirmation to your subconscious that you are becoming the person that achieves those goals. It's confirmation to your subconscious that you are the person achieving those goals. That's step number one. That is to cap on the cap is to celebrate. Step number two is appreciate because gratitude is the massive amplifier. Look around you. Look at all the goodness in your life, all the incredible things that you have and focus on the good. This is elevating your vibration as part of it. And gratitude is well documented in science. So we can look to science for this, that it really, really helps. Okay. In terms of how you feel, in terms of your mental health, but also uh, it's a, a success hack. It is an amplifier. And then the next thing is to prioritize, right? Which is more about just putting your key priorities for tomorrow, whatever that is. If you're trying to achieve your goal, again, who do I need to be in order to make this happen? Who am I being is the question I want you to ask most often during your day. So then you're living to those priorities and just create one to three. Jim Collins, one of the greatest business authors, he says, you know, if you have more than three priorities, you don't have any. So just one to three priorities for tomorrow. And then you step in and you remember you read this identity of you morning and night, who you're being and ask yourself who you're being at all times. So this is really, really powerful. I hope today's episode inspired you on your journey to vibrant health and high performance. Make sure you check out the show notes for a summary of all the important links to everything we talked about. And if you enjoyed this episode, hit the follow button and share it with a friend on social media or leave a review over on Apple Podcasts. Remember, achieving high performance health is about getting 1% better each day. So think about one thing you learned from today's episode and start implementing it today. Share with me what you've learned on social media over at Angela S. Foster. I love hearing from you and connecting with you. Have a beautiful day and always remember you are worthy of your dreams. <music>